Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Business Bros. And with with the other thing too, so learning all these things. All right, all right. So check it out. Uh, today's a, a first for us. Zoom and Facebook, for whatever reason, do not want to go live with each other. So I just hit the the live button on YouTube. This is a brand new thing YouTube. for us. YouTube. We got a little over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So not the uh, not as many as the uh, seven thousand plus on on Facebook. But here we go. We're gonna give it a shot, anyways. And then when we're done recording this, I will post it on Facebook too. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Hernan is here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, uh, where we're helping you create wealth today and generational wealth tomorrow, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance, where we empower licensed professionals to effectively add insurance to their existing businesses. Which is kind of like what I wanted to talk about today, right? What? Cash Wait, what are we going to talk about flow. today? Cash Creating flow. wealth today? And generational wealth for tomorrow by Bye. effectively adding insurance into your business. What? Who Look, most, most of the people listening to, us, to our show anyways are in the real estate space. And, right. Uh, you know, everybody wants to stay super huge and positive uh, with everything going on, but let's face the facts. Uh, there's a lot of people who are losing their jobs. There's going to be, uh, it looks like anyways, some moratorium on uh, being able to evict a tenant. In other words, if the person can't pay their rent, mainly because they probably are not working and don't have an income, um, they're not going to be able to pay their rent. Uh, A landlord won't be able to get them out either. But if a landlord is not collecting rent on a particular property, they can't pay their mortgage on that particular property. And so this yep. is going to be a very much a uh, spiral effect on things that are going on. Um, and so rather than looking at this, at this as a negative light, we need to look at this and, you know, there's opportunity being presented here. How can you line yourself up as a business owner, as an individual, as a real estate agent, as an insurance person? How can you start to develop new skills or change what it is that you're doing so that you can better be prepared for the impending change? It's better to see that there's a problem coming up and face it head on than to put your head in the sand and, and kind of hope everything passes and you'll be okay, right? And so that's, the, right. that's, that's what's going on here. Um, and one of the things, uh, that even us in the insurance industry, like, like let's, let's just say it for what it is. Um, one of the first things people stop paying when, uh, the bills come up is their insurance policies. There's no immediate pain point. Um, when you stop paying your insurance policy, is it a risk? Yeah, you're taking a risk, but you're choosing between buying groceries or something that may or may not happen. And so a lot of times in the insurance businesses, we stop in the insurance industry, people are going to stop paying their premiums. Uh, there are a lot of companies that are out there 
that are uh, in the restaurant business, for example, right, that are being closed up and they're laying off employees and we're dependent on a lot of these premiums. But there are a lot of companies who are not closing up, who are are on the verge of thriving, who are in a position where they're going to take advantage of this situation. And when I say take advantage, I don't want to say it in a negative way. I'm just saying that things are going their route. Grocery stores, for example, are selling out their inventory like crazy. Those are huge, massive mm-hmm. profit margins for these places. Um, <clears throat> I know I, I heard uh, from a source that Costco is looking to hire. There's so much going on in these places that some of these places are going to increase sales and, and things are going to get better for that particular industry. So in the insurance game, uh, the way a lot of that works is um, when we're talking about the property and casualty side, uh, we get paid when we sell a policy. So if you right. if you buy insurance, you get paid a commission. And every time that that policy renews, every time that that policy starts over, um, then the insurance agent gets paid again. It's a way to build a book of business that's residual. And even though we're going to have some losses on some of our residual policies because of this shift, there's going to be a good bulk of our business that continues to pay their policies because they're benefiting in this time of change. Money doesn't disappear. It just changes hands, right? It just changes where it's going. And so having an insurance book of business is a nice uh, income stream to have in times like this. Money is still going to come in for the most part. Will it take a hit? It'll take a hit, but it's better to take a hit than to have nothing come in at all. Right. And this is where, this is where for us, it's, it's been a big, point for us to get other people in other industries to become dual licensed so that you can become an insurance agent yourself so that you can build a secondary revenue stream so that you can you know when when one revenue stream dries up you have another one there to pick things up and that's the thing about cash flow that's that's vitally important some of you only have that that 1099 job that that uh sorry w2 job mm-hmm. you don't have mm-hmm. any other source of income if you get let go of that then then what you know, you're only dependent on the one source. We need to think of income as multiple spokes on a wheel and have different mm-hmm. opportunities here. And when things like, like the coronavirus happen, which that hopefully doesn't happen very often, but major life events happen, you should and ha- and, and you should have had uh, contingencies in place, but it's nice to have multiple income streams so you can say, okay, this one's drying up, this one's drying up, I need to focus my attention on this one, right? So Absolutely. So, Tell me a little bit about uh, the insurance program we have over at Pipeline, Ham. Oh, well, what do you want to know? Uh, ask me some questions, more specific. Um, I want to know about, uh, like, for example, if I'm a mortgage professional, right, and I'm going through a huge influx of mortgages right now that need to be refinanced, what's mm-hmm. one way that I can take advantage of starting to develop another income stream? Well, every single one of those refinancing loans that you're looking at is going to need insurance. And there's going to be a lot of instances where the insurance is coming up for renewal. Uh, and most of these loans that we see require that there's at least three months remaining. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities where the insured or the borrower, I should say, is uh, going to need to find a new policy and put a new policy in place because theirs just doesn't have enough time currently. Uh, So whenever those opportunities do come up, those are the times when you can reach out to us. And all we really need is the borrower's name, 
uh, date of birth and contact information. And if that's all we if that's all we get, we can run with that and uh, generate a a new indication from there. Figure out what the uh, going rate is for that address for that property uh, for someone in that age range. Um, and what you talk about, the way that, that you explain it, is if you are not currently licensed, that's all right. We're going to put that money aside. We're going to hang on to it. We're going to uh, send you a commission check or a commission statement of what you could have earned on that policy. And, you know, we turn around and uh, pay you that once you actually get the license. Yeah. So it's, it's super awesome. The program that we've put together because it allows you to do something you normally wouldn't be able to do right now. You guys are in a situation we're actually in, in a, in a weird situation. Um, if you are trying to get your real estate license right now, you can't, the department of real estate is closing down because of what's going on with the coronavirus. If you're trying to get, Same thing insurance, on insurance. if you're trying to get your insurance license right now, you can't because the, insurance, the Department of Insurance is closing down. So I can't uh, offer you the program that we have normally. However, the, with the way we've developed this program is if you start sending us the, the business now, we're going to keep track of all of that. And once this all blows over, we're going to have a, a commission uh, statement of everything that you've brought over to the business. And then as you get licensed, we give you to the end of the year to get licensed before we can, so we can pay you all those commissions out. And then now you've built a business in an, in an opportunistic time right now is the time where you're getting inundated with new potential clients that need help. So you're going to make the revenue right now off of the loans, but don't wait until something happens and you can't close loans anymore to have a secondary source of income. Right now is the time to take advantage of opportunities like we have here so that you can start building a secondary revenue source so that when the market shifts, because it will, right, when the, yep. when, when the peak falls and you start to see things like people aren't qualifying to buy as much and it becomes difficult to find mortgage deals as interest rates start to trickle back up, you're going to wish you had something in place. This is your opportunity. So how easy is it to send us business? It's super easy. Businessbros.biz slash homeowner. That's where you go. You just fill out the information. We'll take care of the rest for you. And we're going to ensure that we close these deals as fast as possible. Usually we have about, for a homeowner's policy, <laughs> what do you think our turnaround time is going to be, Ham? If we get, all, if we get the information we need. Uh, for an indication, just a, just a price indication, we can usually get it out uh, same day as long as, you know, we have, uh, at least a couple of hours or so to work. Um, and for the full like binding and everything, well, it depends really on the lender. A lot of times the lenders just want the indication right up front. They just want to know how much is it going to cost? And it's still, you know, a week or two weeks or three weeks out from closing. Uh, and once that closing date gets closer, then that's when they actually want to issue the policy. So, uh, once they request that issue again, same thing. Give us at least a couple of hours, but same day. So again, this is one of those things where it's, it's the opportunity is presenting itself and you need to capitalize on what's going on. I was on, uh, I was on a, uh, a live call earlier today and I was talking to Umberto with American Profit Consulting and uh, we were talking about the ability for people to go out and get loans right now. And it's tough 
for people to get loans right now, especially if you're industries that are, that are being forced to close down, mainly because you waited until that moment when you needed it the most. You've been told over and over again to plan ahead and to make sure that you can uh, have the funding available, even though you don't need it right now, have the funding available so that when you do need it, it's there for you. And of course, we procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. And then when the time does come where we need that help, now we're trying to push fast forward and, and you know, it's an emergency to you, but it's not an emergency to the bank. The bank's actually saying, you know, whoa, hold up. There's a lot of people here in line. We're not necessarily funding everybody. And you're scrambling to get all the documents together, all that stuff, right? Don't put yourself in that position. If you're in the mortgage industry and right now you feel comfortable because business is coming in, it's not always going to be like that. You live in a feast and famine type business. You're usually only as good as the last thing you killed, right? The last sale you made is the only amount of income that you have until you make your next sale. You have to have a backup plan in place. This is one of those opportunities, and we're here to partner with you guys to help you. Um, this is also a time where your clients are going to want as much information as possible. They have time on their hands to consume additional information. And so, as you guys see, we post stuff every single day, multiple times a day. You've seen us. Hey, Ness. You've seen us. Um, you've, you've, we've established a brand there. You know that we're going to have constant contact with a lot of people. Well, we do the same thing with our clients. When we meet with a client now, absolutely more than any time before, we're setting up video conferences with them to go over their specific, uh, coverages. So they know exactly what they're getting. They know exactly what their coverage is going to entail. They know it's part of their impound account. We're, we're, uh, enriching that relationship with the client on your behalf. So we want to make sure that you guys have a good team around you. Not just that. Look, we're a small business ourselves. I mean, we have uh, our, our agencies, maybe like 50 something agents strong. Um, and it's, it's not the biggest organization in the world. So we're asking on top of being able to provide a quality service, we're asking you as the small business owner to go small business with us too. You know what I mean? It works both ways. Let us help nurture the relationships with the clients for you. And at the same time, uh, I'm not saying that the big insurance companies are not a place to go. You can go there too. It's just if you stick, you know, they're going to survive this. The smaller companies are going to have more of a struggle. And we want to try to, just like we're encouraging you guys to go out and eat and buy small business out there, shop small business. We're in this together. And, you know, we're hoping that by us providing value on a regular basis, by us providing value to you as your business um, and us providing value to the clients, that it's enough reason for you guys to want to come do business with us. So it's businessbros.biz slash homeowners for all those in homeowner policies to help get that stuff squared away for your clients. <clears throat> Man. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I mean, it's true. I mean, we're all, we're all here. We're all going through the same stuff. Um, and we're, we're just trying to make it like everybody else. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I definitely have been going to, uh, the smaller shops as much as I can, you know, uh, we went to, um, we went to the deli market down the street, you know, uh, just making stuff happen around the neighborhood as much as we can. Yeah. And we have to do it. Otherwise, otherwise we're going to have problems with, uh, like you're going to feel bad if a company shuts down that you liked 
And it could have been the difference between you sending out, you know, I don't know, buying, buying a couple different meals or your, your, your friends and family also getting a couple different meals and that place surviving and making payroll. You know what I mean? Like it's just the small little things. If those businesses disappeared and here's, here's the thing about those businesses disappearing, by the way, again, money doesn't disappear. It changes hands. So somebody's going to come in and it could be a larger conglomerate that comes in and buys up these smaller businesses and puts those commercial spots out there. So, I mean, I'm, I have nothing, I'm, I have nothing against big business. I definitely don't. I like shopping at the Walmarts. I, it's my, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Some of you are Target people. That's cool too. But there's also that there's something to be said about having the small business option, having that ability to, I like being able to go to my local little like Vallarta's or whatever, the small little companies that are close mm-hmm. by my house mm-hmm. to be able to buy stuff. And I, I go there mm-hmm. often on a regular basis. If we don't support them in these small times, right. In these times when they're, when the cash flow is, is, is dying out the most, then we're going to see those guys disappear. Right. And there's nothing wrong with us shopping on Amazon, but if Amazon takes over everything, then it's kind of tough for the small business owner. Right. So, and it works the same way with all your favorite establishments, the breweries out there. I mean, think about uh, your favorite craft breweries that are out there and all they do is serve alcohol. They're closed right now. Right. So maybe you reach out to them and have your, have your beer ordered or delivered. Right. You still can get your craft brewery stuff that you want from your favorite establishments, but maybe it has to be delivered. There's a lot of different ways that you can still maintain the uh, what you want, your lifestyle that you want and and help to ensure that those places are there after this is all done. Right. Man, I didn't even think about that. Well, all those breweries that are shutting down right now. I mean, it's that's, tough. A, that's a real shame. That's a damn that's shame, a real right? Shame. Even in your sobriety, it's a damn shame. Even in my sobriety, it's a damn shame. I, I don't want these places to go out, man. Because <laughs> you have good. When I do there. start drinking again, <laughs> <laughs> we want them to I'm be around. We want to go right? back. That's yeah, right. We want them to be around. So, so you know, and and that's the biggest thing. Look, um, it, I, it's 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 hard to ignore the fact that things are changing. It's hard to ignore the fact that people are going to be suffering. It's hard to ignore the fact that people are going to be losing their jobs. That and and it's it's very difficult to ignore that. You can't ignore that. Um, but you also want to stay positive in these times. If all you're going to dwell on is that negativity, you're going to bring all that negativity into your life. It's better to acknowledge the fact that these things exist and start to look at positive ways of doing things, uh, different ways to have fun, different ways to create a brand for yourself, to put out more content in a positive sense. The last hour and a half after I finished up my, uh, my interview with Umberto, I've spent on Instagram and I'm literally going through every post and rather than just scrolling, I'm commenting, right? This is another little strategy that you guys can be doing to continue to establish mm-hmm. your brand. There's so much content that's going on out there. I want people to be able to see mine and I want them to be, to, to also feel like they're being heard and, and, and give them a voice, give them a conversation, you know, Picking up the phone and talk, talking to people is tough most of the time. Right now, people have been quarantined for four or five days. They're almost welcoming something different, something to have a conversation <laughs> with. So if your business is, is very much relationship-oriented, pick up the phone. Give them a call. You know what I mean? Talk to them. Ask them how they're doing. People are willing to change those quarantine lives a little bit. They're getting stir-crazy. So use things like social media. Use things like uh, like um, 
like the phone, use things, but not just in a one-way conversation, not just you scrolling through, actually engage with people. And you're going to see how much of a difference it's going to make in your life. You're spreading that positivity going forward. It's going to come back to you later on. You might not have a, uh, an immediate fiscal effect but if you're focusing your attention on gratitude and on the good things that are happening out there, putting out positivity, I can guarantee you it's going to come back to you. Karma works that way. I just, I strongly believe in karma and I think it's a good thing for you guys to be posting and doing positive things. So, man, dude, there's a, that's, that's the craziness <laughs> of, of what's going on out there, dude. I mean, oh, like I, one of the, the, the coolest things that I've seen, um, on social right now is parents at home trying to teach their kids like do like homeschooling stuff and some of them are doing oh a really gosh. good job and some of them are stressed out dude speaking of making change yep. uh yep i've seen some funny posts too like uh the like, ones that are like next time you think of defunding education think about how bad it is for you right now having to homeschool your kids <laughs> i haven't seen that one that's a good one no i've seen another one that was like uh day one of of homeschooling my uh, first thought how do i transfer this kid out of my class <laughs> or what about uh day three homeschooling teacher fired for smoking weed on the job yeah, I, saw that. <laughs> I saw that one too that was courtney huh uh, i think oh, i saw I don't courtney know who... that was funny though maybe, maybe. but yeah, but yeah dude it's it's it's, it's it's nuts dude but i mean everything that's going on i keep i keep uh I, i'm remembering a lot of stuff that that gary v says and and he hasn't been he's been putting stuff out because he's just got an arsenal of content which is something that mm -hmm. i need to be doing mm -hmm. sitting back and going through our stuff and just posting piece after piece after piece i should be posting like 10 pieces a day on stuff that we have just to put our brand out there but um but a lot of the things that he talks about are you know let's be good to people people need to be focusing on happiness and this is one of those opportunities that you can be focusing on something that you can be that you have control over you have control over your home life right now whether you're single whether you're married whether you have a family with kids like you have time right now to focus your attention on those things that you need to get done if if you're at home and you're working on on like I'm at home and I'm working on developing my course for podcasting and, and that's taking up a, a huge chunk of my time. But there's also time that I get to play. Like after this podcast, I'm going to be playing Mario Brothers with my son, right? Nice. Like that's something that's awesome. that normally we don't always get to do. But it's yep. time that I get, to, I get to do that stuff now. Like this is your yeah. time to focus your attention on those things that you need to fix. If it's a marriage that you're working on, Now's either going to be the time where you make it or it breaks. Like this is going to be one of those times where you're, you're going to be stuck uh, with this person, true. right? All day long, pretty much every day. So, you know, go in with intent, go in with, with gratitude, go in with a positive mindset and try to help um, all that you can. If you're on, if you're at home, dude, Eric Gilman, right? He's part of my 5am club. Yep. If you, uh -huh. he's, he's been doing some fun stuff. He built a fort, uh, a known, a fort no nap, right? He built a fort in his house and <laughs> right? he's learning to juggle. I saw him juggling online, right? And he's, he's doing all kinds of that's stuff cool. because he's not able to go out and talk to people because that's his livelihood. Normally he sells cutco knives, right? Um, mm -hmm. By the way, if you guys want any cutco knives, you got to hit up <laughs> Eric. 
That's where to go. He'll help you out. And he's a, he's a great guy, but he still needs to establish that connection and that relationship with people. So he's doing it the way he knows how, right? He's at home by himself, but he's, he's using that time to continue to express himself, to be himself, to share what he is. So that's what we should be doing on our time, on our free time, right? Cash flow. Man, cash flow is going to be a struggle. I have these are the opportunities where you have the ability to start looking at different ways of doing things, but at the same time, life flows, right? So you need to make sure that your life is going in the right direction and focusing your attention on getting yourself in a good space. Quarantine sucks. It sucks more if you don't if you don't uh, keep that mind of yours active. If you lock it up, yeah, and put it away and try to just quarantine your own mind, you're going to go stir crazy, dude. Like find something to yeah no i'm on. i'm i'm enjoying uh honestly the the quarantine a little bit um i i mean i still have the opportunity to go to the office if i want to um i haven't the past couple of days not because of covid but because of rain uh rain mm, yeah i i don't i don't ride in the rain uh, as much as possible anyway um so it was supposed to rain today it ended up being a beautiful sunny day of course thank you san diego for you know messing with my emotions um, but you know, just staying home and working on systems, man, systems is, is what I love. And it's, it, it, uh, we've been doing a lot of really good work, just working remotely, you know, watching each other's screens and talking about all the ways that, that, uh, you know, we can continue to improve these, these systems and processes that we have in place and it's going good, man. Dude. It's going to be better once this is all over. And in the meantime, I, like I said, this is the productivity time. Like we could easily piss this time away, but if you use it, it's imagine when we come out of this, like you'll be, you'll be full steam ahead. Right. Yep. Versus, versus trying to play catch up. Cause we're going to play catch up. We're all going to play catch up. It's true. We're all going to have to get back on our feet and roll in. And I mean, we can pretty much kiss Q1 or actually Q2. We could pretty much kiss Q2 goodbye, right? For the most part. And I hope not. That's so, a lot of time. That's a lot, that's of, time. A lot of time. But that's, that's probably the second quarter is probably what we're going to end up seeing the majority of our quarantine time. So use those of you who are, who are letting the second quarter pass you by because you're quarantined are going to suffer compared to those who are using that second quarter time to prepare to work in their business. And I'm sorry to work on their business so that they come out and running start, dude, again, cash flow, right? If you're prepared to open up the floodgates when, when the, when, when the dam breaks, you should be good to go, right? What are you going to catch? Did you put together a giant net or you just, you know, or you just got one hook in your hand? Like it's completely up to you what you have once this, once the flood comes back of people going back to work and, and all these opportunities. <clears throat> so yep, time to prepare, man. Time to prepare. What's next? What's next? It's, uh, what? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm, Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I, I keep, I'm keeping the faith that it's not going to go past April. Yeah, same here, same here. But, uh, dude, we've been getting, you know, uh, we've been getting notices from, uh, from the school district saying that they might be closing the schools for the rest of the semester to be prepared for uh, online learning platforms. And so, you know, I've been developing my course for, uh, for podcasting, but at the same time, I'm like, oh man, looks like I'm going to have to do a secondary course here for my entire, for my entire class. And you know what though? Let's say I complete the entire course for my class online and we go back to school. 
Well, guess what? Next year, I got my entire course planned online. Like, I don't have to worry about <laughs> that sort of thing. You can be proactive. Imagine how much extra time I'm going to have when everything I have is already laid out for the entire year. Like, you're mm-hmm. good to go. Use this time to your advantage. Yep. Yep. I mean, what are the chances? Of, I mean, what, what, what's for you specifically having that course online? Uh, is that going to benefit you? Or are you going to use that in any other way? Heck yeah. I mean, dude, it, I, it, think of the opportunities. Like I, my mind goes and wanders in all kinds of different places, right? Always. Let's say, for example, um, I spend this next week putting together my, my class online, right? Uh-huh. Now I have every other financial algebra teacher saying, hey, I need to put a course online. I'm like, it's cool. Let me create a login for your particular school or your particular course. And now we got all the information there. So you know what? I can maybe sell it to the school. I can maybe sell it to the teachers. I can maybe give it to them for free and use it as a exposure to carry, to create database of, of people going forward. Like there's a lot of different opportunities that I can do just in that course alone. And, and even if I sell it, if I don't sell it at all, even if it's just for me next year, when I teach this course, I can easily say, okay, lesson one, we had to do it this way. And now the entire lesson has been, uh, has been, provided for them on video with handouts, all that stuff. Mm-hmm, and when they mm-hmm. come into class, now I can focus my attention in, in class on maybe other concepts, right? Maybe I can work on helping them build their business because I have more time. Maybe we can get dive deeper into clarification of whatever it is that that topic's about because they've already seen the initial lesson at some point in, in the past. Or if I have to leave and I'm missing class, I'm like, it's okay, here you go. Here's the lesson already done. You just can <laughs> going with the nice. substitute. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can use it as far as teaching is concerned. And substitute just a babysitter anyway. Yeah, and not just that. There's a, a lot of adults that want to know this stuff. So maybe That's I sell true. the course to adults now that I have it all done online. Hell yeah. So there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can use it. So that's something that you were, that you were talking about doing last year anyway. I was talking about doing it and I have videos already created for a number of different sections. So now it's just time to fill in the blanks and, and be done with it. Set it up, set it and forget it. <laughs> Create more residual income. That's the whole point, right? Cash flow. Make another income stream. Made it, will it be a huge income stream? Probably not. But any little bit helps when you have zero coming in. Right, right. And when we come into situations like this. Exactly. All right, dude. I think that's all we got for today. I think that does it. All right, ladies and gents. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.